Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. My name is Mike. This is episode number 50. It's a milestone episode for us, Elisa. Why? Because episode 50. We're halfway to 100 already. Today is Sunday, August 7th, 2016, and on the other side of the table from me, as always, is a person just talking, Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I am fabulous. Good to hear. Yeah. Fabulous is good. Usually is. Usually is. So yeah, again, today, episode 50. So we've been doing this for a while now. It's a, We had our, our one-year podcasting anniversary a couple weeks ago, and now we've got episode number 50, and Elisa's got something on her phone. I don't think that that's what they are. Those are definitely not butternut squash. <laughs> huh. So you might want to explain what are you, what are you looking at? You're oh, I was looking back to see. So people can't see what you're what we you so, and I are doing. Well, here. I was just going to show it to you, and then you could talk about it later. But I guess oh, you're going to talk about it right now. It now. Multitasking is sure. Well, so we had something that volunteered in the garden mm-hmm. this year. Which there's always something that volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know, sometimes it would be nice. If it was just you know something small. Um, and delicious, um, but this is like we don't do a lot with squash because they just take everything over. Yeah, anything the, the vine stuff that grows in the ground, whether it's cucumbers or squashes or whatever, man. They, they, we don't, so we don't have a lot of space for no. a garden. Our garden is very small. It's maybe like I don't know what ten feet by twenty feet or something like that. Maybe I don't even know if it's twenty. Yeah, yeah, it might not even be that much. It's pretty small. So when you get something like a squash in there, it's going to take over pretty quickly. Yeah, and we've been, well, and we've been busy, too, on yeah. top of everything, and it's yep. been really, it's been warmish and wet. Mm-hmm. So it has been, like, perfect squash growing weather. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we had a volunteer, and when you were planting Two stuff, volunteers, actually. We had two. They were, like, within, like, oh, two or a couple, like, I think one, we probably could have, got, I think we could have cut it that in well, half. Well, I think originally there each. was, there was three or four. Oh, and I, I there was, was three, and I took, I'm like, well, two is probably going to be plenty, so I took one of them out i probably should have taken two of them out once uh, one was more established and and healthy and living on its own they always look so you know innocent and sweet when they're yeah you know the size of you know when a softball three or four leaves not but not even that would look now like the size of a they're baseball like, they're everywhere they're and i've huge. cut them down at least two the or leaves three times if already. i go like this they're not that big what do we mean? You say go like this. What does that mean? If I make a circle, like like if I was a ballerina, oh, if I go. was a ballerina, if life wouldn't have been so sad so, and I could have been a ballerina. Imagine ballerina Elisa doing a pirouette right now. Is, oh, is that what's called? Oh. I guess I don't know. With her hands above her head, that's how big the leaves. They're big leaves. They're big leaves. Yeah, and lots of buds and lots of flowers. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So. For a long time, I didn't know. Well, we didn't know what they were because they weren't doing much of anything, and they the, had buds the, and not much was growing. It's still kind of the case, but I went, went out there today. Well, you went out and you came back in. Well, yeah, and you said well because they were they were crazy. So you had to. It was like yeah, you had to cut through the jungle mm-hmm. and save the rest of the vegetables. Yeah, um, and you said I think we have a watermelon. I'm like, yeah, there was a little one. Is probably about the size of like. A small watermelon, like a garden watermelon. That's my grandma and grandpa used to grow watermelon, and they were little. They were just cute little. Are they called muskmelons? That's a thing. Little little cantaloupes. I don't know. I don't know. But they were little watermelons. They used to grow the cantaloupes too. They cut them in half. They were so good. Cut them in half, scoop out the seeds, and fill the inside with ice cream. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it, it and, and it, the one does look like a watermelon. The little one, yeah. But but then I found another one that was much bigger. It's really big. And it's starting to turn orange. And it also has the shape of. I'm starting to think it's a pumpkin. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a pumpkin. We've never grown pumpkins. <laughs> I don't know how we got back there. We must have thrown out some pumpkin seeds at some point. I imagine last year, because I can't imagine what was more than from, a year. We got pumpkins from my, from our friend okay, last year. So, so yeah, the seeds pumpkin. probably ended up, yeah. And we always get, like, tomato plants. That's not unusual, because you no. throw, you know, tomatoes fall off the vine, and they rot down there, and they, they yeah. end up with Yeah, they don't always make plants. it into the compost. and. Well, no, I mean, they just, they, there's... Yeah, they, they get mushed down in and they start growing tomato plants. And those are easy to pick out. But so apparently we've got pumpkins growing. So we'll see. I've got, it doesn't, I'm pretty confident it is not a butternut squash. Probably not a butternut squash. So we don't got, know a whole lot about what like leaf shapes and everything look like. but Well, but they're all very similar. Like between, yeah. do, between the different various kinds of squashes. <clears throat> and it was all, a question mark. It was butternut squash question mark. And I was pretty excited. Pumpkin's pretty exciting, too, though. Pumpkin will be interesting. We've got three of them that I've seen so far because I've been cutting back a lot of them. So we'll see how they do. I feel like I'm doing a lot of tromping around in the garden, so I'm afraid I've I've crushed a lot of the vines because, well, one, I don't really care that much about them. But, two, I'm upset that nothing else is growing. Well, and it's not even just because (laughs) of the vines. It's just been a strange year, too. Tomatoes look good, though. Some of the, yeah, the tomatoes are looking tomatoes okay. Tomatoes are getting there. Which is unusual because the last couple of years they haven't done much. We got special heirloom tomatoes we this did. year, though. So that might be the difference. The but plants were grown from seed and with love. Yeah, and peppers. peppers Except are the peppers, I think, much. were also grown with love. We got an eggplant today. We did. We might get some cucumbers, it looks like. So we'll have to just stick with it. Oh, we got some kohlrabi out there. It looks like it's doing yeah. okay. Those will be good. The Swiss chard so. has, it's holy, but. Yeah, we've got, well, one, we've got a rabbit, which is annoying. So I've got some plans to keep them out of there for next year. But we've got a rabbit and apparently some bugs because they like to eat holes in the Swiss chard. What about the, uh, the, uh, the leeks? The leeks. Do you put those in? Did you pick them out? Mm, I don't remember where those are. There's celery out there too, which I think the rabbit got a bunch of those too, or at least a couple. We need a better above ground. We need a better alarm system. Yeah, we need a better Rollo. Oh, I was gonna say we'll put Rollo in the garden, but he gets in there anyway, and he just trample every tramp everything and. And I posted a picture of him. Yeah. The other day, because I could not find him. he was outside, and you know he he's not a big fan of being outside by himself. No, he's not a fan of being anywhere by himself. No, no, he's not. So being outside by himself, he was out there for a long time. And I went to go get him and, or I went to let him in. And I thought, oh no, I am going to have to, you know, go and get him out of the garden. Yeah. I walked back there and he was just walking the perimeter of the garden trying to, there were green tomatoes hanging on the outside. Um, of the fence, but um, yeah, he wanted the he wanted the ripe tomatoes that were in well, the yeah. fence. So, but that was fun. <laughs> that was fun seeing him interested in the garden because he didn't he wasn't so interested in anything other than well he barely even was interested in food when he came yeah. home. When we brought so. him home, he didn't he didn't know what a vegetable was or that it was even food. Oh, tomatoes! And <laughs> he did turn down blueberries this morning. He did. Yeah. Weirdo. I may have had a blueberry. A explosion in the kitchen. Yeah, he did not want to help with that. 
you have an explosion of a, of a lot of fruit yes. today, so we'll talk about that a little bit. But yeah, so that's a garden update. It, it is uh, not doing what I hoped it would because my main plan, I still laugh about this because the one thing I wanted this year out of the garden was jalapenos. So I love to pickle and, and jar jalapenos. I don't think we're going to get one jalapeno this year. I think we're going to have to go see what the Amish have. Yeah, we'll see if they have those in addition to the tomatoes because we'll do that. Probably all about the same. It'll be good to uh, get them together. We can do some salsa maybe. Oh. Some tomatoes and jalapenos. And But yeah, so unfortunately we won't get any of those, but we've got some other things going on. And it's I don't know. I just, the process of gardening, I haven't gotten out there as much as I would have liked. I don't know. It takes a lot of time and... Our patio stuff did really well, though. Yeah, our, the herbs we got a lot of basil lot out of there, basil. and a lot of greens. And I like I like to go out there in the morning because generally I'll, I'll take some sort of a sandwich into work with me during the day. So I like mm-hmm. to go out in the morning and pick some leaves off of there, some greens, and put those on the sandwich, and it's nice and fresh. Well, and we're gonna have some beautiful. We're gonna have a pot of um, the the thyme is doing really well, so I'm gonna bring that in um, this winter. So we'll have a thyme plant. Cool. Um, the sage is doing really well. Everything did really well. It's a good variety. Yeah, a couple of the basils were a little, eh. But the cinnamon, I wasn't sure what to do with it anyway. But the, the chocolate mint looks really good, so Does I'm going to get some of that dried. I just thought of something what we could do, what? like at least for a little while, because out, out on the front porch, it gets a lot of sun, mm-hmm. especially in the fall and the spring. We can get uh, a rug like you have at the door going into Firefly Fibers to put that underneath and put some of that shelving on it, just take it straight from the patio out to the front porch and it's going to last a little longer mm-hmm. out there probably it'll get some sun through the window and yeah we should do that okay. and we can probably have a kind of a makeshift greenhouse in the spring too okay that's a good idea good idea i always have good ideas so thank you everybody for joining us and downloading and streaming now that we've talked for a while we'll go ahead and uh do our our pitches one of them of course is for amazon and if you are going to do some online shopping at amazon make sure you first go to elisathearnista.com because over on the right hand side we have some affiliate stuff over there which if you click on that it will take you to amazon Um, but then when you do your shopping and check out with all of your stuff uh, amazon may kick back a little bit of your purchase to us here at the show which will help us to pay for new equipment and help us to uh, pay some bills and buy some food and dog food for rollo and dog food for logan all kinds of exciting stuff like that and we definitely appreciate it if you take the time to do that and actually Uh uh-oh well, I was going to say, because we've talked a little bit about the Nintendo, the mini Nintendo, which I was surprised that you had people actually talking to you about that, because I didn't think anybody who listened to this show would like care at all about that. But I guess if you're around the age of 35 us. to 50 or whatever. I was just saying us. Us, which is, <laughs> we're in that 35 to 50 range. We are. We're definitely in that range. That That's probably something you grew up with, but um, I found my old... Uh, an old Sega Genesis in the basement this morning that I kind of forgot was down there, and it's pretty dirty. I'm guessing it, it doesn't work anymore. Back by all the canning stuff. It was. I knew it was there. No, it was under the stairs. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, in the cabinet. There. No, it was just under the stairs. Oh. <laughs> just sitting down there. Well, well packaged for preservation then. Yeah, right. So I'm going to try to clean that up and see if it works. But in addition to the N- Nintendo, uh, Sega is going to come out with one as well in October. So it'll be about a month ahead. And theirs is, I think, 80 games because Nintendo is 30, but it's like 40 Sega Genesis games and then 40 other ones. So if you weren't a Nintendo person, chances are you were a Sega person because that's kind of how it worked. But yeah, that'll be coming out in October. and that's What Sega games would I know? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Zelda. probably the big one. 
Zelda? That was Nintendo. Oh, was it? Oh, was that it? was definitely Nintendo. I never had it. Uh, oh, is Zelda going to be on the little? Yep. Okay. Yep, both one and two, I think. But yeah, I, I was I didn't have a Sega Genesis when I grew up, so I don't know much about that one at all. How did you end up with that then? Goodwill. Oh. And I don't think it works, but we'll see if I, I'm going to clean it up and see if I can get it to work. But I do have an, another system that will play Genesis games, so if it comes to it. I can do that. And you have that old TV upstairs, too, that yes. you can hook it up to, so you can... So I'm going to try that. Maybe tonight I'll give that a shot, too, and see see if it does anything. But anyway, uh, help us out with the Amazon affiliate stuff over on com. You can also go to fireflyfibers.com. Uh, that is the, the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. And if you go there and you do some shopping for yarn and accessories and all kinds of stuff, and if you... Put $100 worth of stuff into your cart or more. Make sure you're using off. I cannot, I feel like I cannot talk today. You're having a hard time talking. I'm having a hard time talking today. I don't like it. It's weird. I'm out of practice. I don't know what's going on. And we just did this less than a week ago. We do this every week. I don't know how you could be out of practice. You usually, you do talk. You talk every day. I talk every day. But when I do this, I really have to concentrate on my enunciation because I don't usually focus on that because I don't usually care. Am I distracting you with my beauty today? You know what? That's probably what it is. Um, But if you go to fireflyfibers.com and put $100 worth of stuff into your cart or more, you can use offer code. Nope, not you can. You should. You must use offer code FREESHIP. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. And that will get you, believe it or not, free shipping on your order of $100 or more. Um, If you do want to participate in the podcast, in the show here, you can send us an email to podcast at elisatheyarnisa.com if you have any questions or comments or suggestions or anything like that. Or knitting canoes. Or knitting canoes. Yeah, we always appreciate that. Makes, that. We, it makes Mike very happy. Yeah, I like to see that people are finding yes. things and thinking of us and uh, sending those along. So it's always fun. Uh, but yeah, so you can send those along. And so, Elisa, let's talk about what are you working on knitting-wise. I um, realized, what was it, on Friday? Or Thursday morning, I think it was, no, it was Friday morning, I think, that I realized I hadn't knit in a week and a half. Because there was a wedding. That's crazy. I took I took a project with me everywhere on the wedding weekend, but it, surprisingly, there there were other things to do. It didn't get worked on? You were yeah, nothing got preoccupied on. with other things? So Friday morning I sat down and I realized I have not knit in a week and a half, so... I uh, I worked on my climb socks a little bit again, and Good. I'm going to do the heels, so I'm about ready to be done with those. And then, was it Friday afternoon? I think. No, it was Thursday night. Or was it Thursday night when I cast on the... I can't remember now. Oh, I don't remember When either. I cast on my cowl. I think it was Friday. One oh, I was getting ready. Oh, I took yarn home on Thursday night, and I cast on on Friday when I got home Friday God. evening. And yeah, it's it's uh, the Caledonia cowl for the Blue Sky Fiber Summer Knit Along. It started beginning of July and I haven't I hadn't cast on yet. So um, it's on size 13 needles, so it's really big. Yeah. And well, it's big yarn too, isn't it's, it? it? Well, it's worsted weight and oh, you okay. hold two strands oh, together, so big. it's yep. super fast. And I got what, by the time I, or did I cast on sometime, and then I... Yeah, I don't remember, but I, every time I, I I was doing other things, and every time I'd come back downstairs or whatever, it's like, wow, you made some good progress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I finished, I was hoping to finish it yesterday, and then I was, I decided to just stare at the TV last night. 
So I Nothing didn't wrong do with that. that. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to finish that up today. And I'm going to work on, um, I think I'm going to use, there's enough of the contrast colors that are left that I can do a second one. So nice. I'm going to do another one and a I'll, I'll I'll post some notes. I think you can with get the it same uses, main color or with the same main color. Well, you could use a different main color. It uses so you three have two of the same three of the main color, and then it uses three contrast colors. But I think the way that it seems to be working out, I think if you got five of the main color and then the three contrast colors, you could get two cowls out of with just two more skeins of the main color and they both with what's the left same? over. They'd be, they'd both be the same. So you could give one as a gift. Cool. And this so. is a, a knit along done by blue sky. Yep. Is that right? Okay. Yep. Blue sky is doing it. It's um, so what there, it goes through the end of the month and you just have to pick, post a picture of your finished project in the blue sky fibers group on Ravelry. Cool. And you get entered into a drawing to win a, the yarn, the, Blue Sky Fibers wool stock and the pattern for the new Endless Wrap from their new um, pattern collection. Hmm. So the winner gets a pretty nice package. Nice. So it's not just getting the final product. You're actually entering to win something. And I'm going to say, if any, if anybody, they, it might seem like there's not a lot of time right now, but it's really fast. Yeah, it seems to be going really quick. It's a and I'm fairly... a fast knitter, but it's still really, it's still going well, really fast. Well, you've got fast. a couple other people that are working on it that are having yeah. the same experience right and someone that has a child right that somehow managed to find some time she's she cast on i think um yesterday and she's halfway through right now nice. so it's totally doable by the end of the month and like I said, there, there aren't a lot of people that have um there aren't a lot of finished projects posted in the thread so i don't know if hmm. there are going to be a lot more so you have people a good chance to win leave. is what you're saying yes there's a good chance to win and i what i'm doing because i thought I was going to be running short on time, so I had a discount code uh, added. So if you do, if you want to do the net along, you can get 25, 20% off um, worsted cotton through, um, it was through Monday, but because it knit up so fast, I'm going through the 13th. Okay. Um, so there's still time, and that's uh, Blue Sky Worsted Cotton, right? Yep, Blue yeah. Sky Fibers Worsted Cotton. Um, if you come into the store, just let me know that you're doing the knit along. If you want to do, if you want to um, get the yarn through our website, if you're not local, or if you just want me to send it to you, um, yeah. use offer code Caledonia K A L. Um, it's C A L E D O N I A. I hope that's right because K A L. I just yes. I just made that up. I didn't know how to spell Caledonia, so I just kind of made it up as I went. So apparently it's oh right, though. Oh, my gosh. What? I guess what he was barking at. His food? A fly. <laughs> That's worth barking. Sure. It was flying around on the inside of the door. Oh. So he was barking at it and jumping up and down. Oh, Rollo. He's seen flies before. I would think so, but doesn't usually bark at them. No. So... So that's the knit along. Um, we are a little low on a couple colors right now. Um, so if, and I have, but I have more coming later in the week. So if there's, if there isn't a color online that you want, um, just shoot me an email and ask me if it's going to be coming later this week. You can okay. email me at info at fireflyfibers.com and I can double check it. Cool. And that goes so, through this Saturday the 13th. I know yep. that this Saturday is the 13th because I have to work. <laughs> oh, well. You get another day off, though. I got a flex. You got a plan. I got a plan for a three day weekend. It's going to be awesome. So, yes, I will be um, posting a picture of my finished cowl. And then I'm using, actually, I'm 
switching it up for my second one. I'm putting a different, I'm using two of the same contrast colors, but I'm swapping one out. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Cool. It's a lot of fun. And if anybody wants to order, I can get it shipped out. I'll, anything that gets ordered through next Saturday, I'll get it shipped out on Monday. Okay. I will commit to that. Cool. Sounds so, good. Yeah, so there's plenty of time. It was really fast. I was kind of disappointed when I got when I was getting close to being done. Cause I'm like, this is way too fast. I'm like, wait a sec, though. I can do another just one. Do another one. I can knit another one because the one that I'm knitting is for the store. So, so can... apparently, you you do like the project, then obviously. It's just garter. Yeah. I needed something simple and easy, yeah. and yeah, because I did. I finished watching the last two episodes of uh, last three episodes of the last the final season of Gilmore Girls in oh. preparation for. The twenty was yeah. the twenty fifth. Yes, of November. Oh, it's November. Yeah. Oh man, it's so far. It's away Black yet. Friday. Oh, that's right. It's Black Friday. Yeah, I blew yeah. through the all seven seasons again. Which I might end up doing it again before. You'll then. have. You'll probably have to because if that's what three months away. You're not going to remember what happened. I've only watched the entire series how many times? A million. I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll remember at least a million. But yeah, so I had to have something good to watch or something easy to knit on. Yeah. So. so that are you are you working on anything that's else? It. That's it. Yeah. Well, I'm working on other stuff. I need to cast on another sweater, but I'm waiting on that. I have to swatch. Yeah. All right. Figure out what I want to do. That's all I have. I'm sorry. No, that, that's. I have other fun. stuff. There's, I'm just not actively working on it. Yeah, and there's other things that you are doing at this point in time. So. So mm-hmm. you want to talk about, you've spent a lot of time uh, between last weekend, uh, not so much last weekend, but this weekend, the weekend before last weekend, a couple weeks ago, in the <laughs> kitchen doing a lot of canning, a lot of jarring, well, you it did all a lot ha- with peaches. When I went to the peach truck, I had no idea what I was doing to myself. I was so excited to go to the peach truck. Isn't that why you went? That was, but wow, a, two half bushels is like an entire bushel of peaches. Sure, yeah. It was a lot of peaches. That, that's how math works. That, I know. That's, uh, two but, half bushels generally does equal, well, two half anythings generally so, equals one full whatever it is. That is, yep. That's math, The Lisa. way the math works. I'm good at math. So I think a half bushel was 25 pounds? So, yeah, it was 50 pounds of peaches. That's that a lot of 50 peaches. 50 pounds of peaches. Uh-huh. No. Uh, that's a lot of peaches. It is. It's, like, almost as much as Rollo weighs in peaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, boy. I bet he wants... Um, does he want supper now? Yeah. Why don't you oh, just go... Yeah. He's got a bowl out there with breakfast, so... I'll... Yeah, Rollo didn't eat his breakfast, as which is not unusual. So we're going to see if he wants that, because, as always, Rollo interrupts the podcast with very important things that he wants or needs. We could have done a podcast without Rollo last week, but I was missing the dogs, so we went yeah. and got them. Yeah. Ah, oh, how amazing would that have been? Oh, yeah. That would have been really nice. That would have been fantastic. I think you might eat. So, yeah, it was a lot of peaches. So I got peaches and blueberries when I went to the mm-hmm. the, the peach truck. And I made a lot of batches of the boozy peaches. Um, everything I made this year came from... Uh, now he just lays under the table. Yeah. He just fell down. I, I, if you heard, I'm sure you heard that kathunk. That was Rollo laying down under the table, so he throws a fit, and then he lays down, and now here we are. And he's very peaceful. Uh, Well, for now, for the next, like, three minutes, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Like, I had to chase him when you went outside earlier, and I was going to go out with you when you wanted to show me the watermelon slash pumpkin. Yeah. And uh, you went outside, and I was going to get him to go out with us, because 
I knew what was going to happen the second we walked outside. Well, yeah. He's going to bark and jump on the door and yeah. go crazy. So he wouldn't go out. He turned around and ran away from me and ran upstairs. And then the second we go outside, he's out there barking. He's done. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I did boozy peaches. And I did... Which is going to be kind of a staple, I think, kind of an annual thing because... They that, are good. Yeah, they're good and it's kind of become a Christmas gift kind of a thing. They're really good on ice cream. Custard. Cust- well, custard, ice cream, the same thing. Yes. Don't tell Michael Custard that. Wait, Culver's. Michael's Custard? Michael's Frozen Custard, Culver's... Or Mr. Culver. Or Mr. Culver. <laughs> they're all the same person as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, they're really... And they're easy. They're really easy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did a lot of... I did... I think three batches of those this year. How many jars is that? Three batches? Like 12, 15? 15. Um, I think it was 18. Oh, wow. Yeah, pints. And then I did some non-boozy ones because yep. not everybody needs boozy ones. And right. I do not support giving, you know, like 10-year-olds boozy peaches. No, or just people that don't want. If you just right. want a regular peach... Yeah, you don't so. need the booze in there. Well, yeah, and on yogurt in the morning, I as much as I would love to have boozy peaches on yeah. my yogurt, I think just plain peaches might be good. It's too. never too early for boozy peaches. So, but I think boozy peaches. I told you this the other night. I think they'd be really good in the blender as a shake. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I made a bunch of those. I, I made peach salsa. One of my um, one of my friends said asked me if they was surprised that I hadn't made the peach salsa yet. So I made that, and it is really, really good. You haven't tried it yet. I haven't. I haven't. Opened. I'm not a fan, really, of like the sweet or fruit uh, salsas. I'm pretty much just give me the tomato. Tomatoes with... are fruit. Yeah, but they're more like acidic and sour, kind of not sweet fruit kind of thing. This is good. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what you think I'll, of it. I'm sure. It'll, I'm sure it'll be good on the right. I don't know. What do you eat it on? Do you put it on a Chips? sandwich? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have a salsa on your sandwiches a lot? I, sometimes. <laughs> no. A salsa sandwich? I can, maybe now I will. It does sound pretty good. You're weird. So you, peach salsa. So we'll see how that, that is. Was, yeah, it was really good. Did yeah. you make blueberry salsa too? I did not. You, well, why not? It's a, I only got one box of blueberries. Oh, okay. I did not well, have a bushel of that blueberries. Was your you didn't have 50 pounds of blueberries? No, I only had five. How many blueberries would that be? A lot. <laughs> That would have been ten boxes of blueberries. I could not have imagined. We would need a bigger refrigerator. Of blueberries and a bigger freezer and a bigger freezer because I'm pretty sure I couldn't do much with uh, fifty pounds of blueberries. You quick wouldn't enough. sleep for about three days. So, um, so I did the peach salsa, and um, I did the oh I did a peach rosemary glaze. A glaze. It's a glaze. What is so it's kind of like a sauce. Okay. So it gets cooked down a little bit. It doesn't get co- cooked down as much as like a butter or anything. It's still... You put that on a sandwich? Um, no. No? <laughs> you know what? I Could you bet make it... anything you can put on a sandwich? I bet it would be really good on a, on a grilled cheese, though. That's a sandwich? That is a sandwich, yes. Yeah, so maybe we'll have to... We'll try that. Um, I think it's going to be really good on, on um, roasted meat, like chicken. Sure. I'd be okay. really good on chicken. Kind of poultry. It'd be kind of like a what do you chicken a la orange, except it's chicken a la peach rosemary. That doesn't sound the same. No, it doesn't. No. 
But yeah, we'll we'll try that. We'll try. Well, and I had a pint that was left over that I couldn't. I wasn't going to water bath can one pint. Yeah. So I have a pint left in the fridge. Cool. Or a half pint. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, and right now, well, it the 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 the, the title on one of them has been modified now because I yeah. did. I got up this morning. I had uh, frozen peaches in the basement and in our freezer and mm-hmm. um, blueberries. Um, so I did. I have uh, oven roasted peach butter that is just about ready to go into the water bath because butters they reduce down so much that you need a lot to be able to do. Uh, so why is it called a a butter? I've wondered this because it's not really butter. There's no dairy in it. So Mm-mm. why is it called a butter? Because it's spreadable. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, you know, I will. I will look that up while we're uh, while I'm talking about like why it's called that. Yeah. Butters, fruit butters, page fifty-one. So Lisa's got Lisa's got a book here. If you couldn't figure that out from the uh, pages flipping in the page fifty-one that she just said. Um. Oh well, we don't need to. She blah blah blah. Something about Philadelphian. Uh, what butter could be something? Oh, I discovered that butter could be something more than just the dairy product we spread on toast. The, um, she read a book that described. Um, young Betsy Ross helping her mother by tending to a huge pot of apple butter as it slowly cooked down over an open fire. I wanted to do that too. I don't know why um, it is called a butter. Is there anything Betsy Ross couldn't do? Probably not. Apparently not. She's good at sewing and she's good at making apple butter. The original Martha Stewart. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it's called a butter. So apparently it's just, just, just because it's Spreadable, which I think uh, somebody's told me once before. Spreadable, yeah. I don't know. Stovetop, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I've always, I've always shied away from making them because I am not a big fan of making things on the stove that spit things at me and mm. burn me. Mm-hmm. So the oven roasted peach butter, that one just goes in the oven. You put the put the peaches in the oven for uh, like a high temperature and then you add the halves and then the skins come right off so it's super easy you don't even have to blanch anything first to get the skin off and then you mash them down and then let them cook what are you doing (laughs) you you said the skins come right off they do that's a uh there's a song you ever see the uh, slap chop vince was a vince yeah the skins come right off. There's a re- there's a like a uh, I don't know like a remix of that commercial of the the rap chop or it's a slap chop, but it's called the rap chop is the song. I can't remember who actually made it, but it's absolutely hilarious. Was it the auto tune one that no. you? I mean, it's, oh, okay. No, it's not the same people. It's, it's somebody completely different. But it was a dollar, and I paid for it. And it was well worth it. It's is in that my... the one we used to listen to? You, you made us listen. Well, okay, that we Probably. got to listen to at the Brewers game one time. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, yep. yeah, that was there. Yeah, that was that. Yep. It was really good. Yeah, the skins come right off the skin. You know what? Come right off. I bet I have it. Okay, so anyway, porter. Uh, Somebody porter. Something porter. That's a type of beer. It is a type of beer. A pretty good type of beer, actually. Is it called? It's called rap chop. Rap chop. R A P C H. There you go. This is it. So good. <laughs> slap your, you can slap your troubles away. Why did you stop it? Oh, you want to oh, listen to hilarious. it? You want to listen to more? We gotta get to the skin comes right off part. I don't think it's too far in. 
If you haven't seen the Slab Chop commercial, it's hilarious. <laughs> Soup and coleslaw. Yeah, you can do everything in that. Oh, that's the best. Stop having a boring tuna. Stop having a boring life. That's how you sell stuff. <laughs> He's the best. Are we good? No, we gotta hear the okay. skin comes right off, lady. Oh, that's right. Breakfast to go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and there's a video that goes with it, too. Oh, yeah. I'll find it, I'll put it up on the Facebook page or something. One, two, <laughs> pops open. Bacteria gets in the food. All the stores have this. <laughs> it's worthless. Forget about it. Put it back together. Put the slap chop right there. Just put the slap chop right there. <laughs> I really do oh, wish we had. Oh, here we go. The skin's at the bottom. The skin's at the bottom. Oh my gosh. Oh, wait until the lady starts laughing. Is anybody still listening to this? I hope so. <laughs> this might be my favorite thing we've done in this show. <laughs> the laughing lady is the best. Here we go. It's coming up. Oh, it's almost over. Uh, it's too bad. I'm so well, happy you had is. this on your phone. This rhyming's the best. Bikini. What does that have to do with any? Oh my god. Oh, we're gonna do it again. No, we're not doing it again. One more time. That was enough. No more times. No more times. Maybe later. Huh? So the skin comes right off, Elise. So I don't even remember. I wonder if it's garlic. Oh, oh, I was being. I was being serious. Oh, he was doing onions. Okay, all right. Trust me, I know this. I, I know, Rollo. Your daddy made us listen to the entire song. <laughs> uh, so what else? You had... Uh, what, what, so the peaches. That's the what peaches. I was talking about. The skins come right off. Oh, easy. Because you yeah. bake them in the oven. You bake them in the oven. You don't need a slap chop for no, those. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> that would make things messy. It would be a little mushy. Although it did say to use a fork <coughs> to mash them up. And I'm, I ended up getting out the potato masher. That seems to make more sense. Oh, he's going to bark at his food pretty soon. Oh, oh he's, good. He's, well, I think he's going to be upset because he can't knock over his slow bowl. Oh. Thank you very much to Becky for telling us to get slow bowls because now Rollo can't knock his food all mm-hmm. over the floor. Which he's not super happy about. No, but. it would have been fine if he knocked it all over the floor and ate it. 
But sometimes he would just knock it all over the floor. And just leave it sit there. Yeah, and leave it sit there. So, um, I know the peach, the peach butter is, that is, I'm absolutely off now. Me too, which is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So the oven roasted peach butter is almost done, um, but the butters, they reduced down so much that, I mean, we had, I think I probably put 10 pounds of peaches in there and I'm down to one eight by 10 pan that's like maybe like an inch and a half deep and it's just covered up right now because the um the other butter is catching up it's slow cooker blueberry butter which i have i probably should have read the manual for the slow cooking portion of the uh of the instant pot why because it just wasn't cooking down fast enough for me but it's supposed to be like eight to ten well like eight hours yeah that's way too long and that would have been like way that would have been long tonight. That would have been late tonight. So, yeah. um, so I actually I took that and dumped it in the in a in a pan and put it in the oven. So, um, but yeah, that's so gonna currently be really we've good. got blueberries and peaches both in the oven. Yep, yep. So. And then you took some of the because you had some frozen peaches left over and just kind of put those in a food saver bag and yep. vacuum sealed those and we'll bring those out in the middle of winter sometime when it's cold and we can't take it anymore. It'll be just like summer. Yeah, maybe grill them. Oh, they'd be fresh though. You could yeah, take we don't want to grill them. Yeah, just do fresh. Fill them with custard. There you go. Well, or put them on custard. That you might get more custard that way. So yeah, yeah. I got it. Well, and we got our new food saver. What was it? You got you picked up. It was, it was a dire a emergency it was. that you get a new food saver because yeah. my food saver that my grandparents bought for me when I first moved to Madison. Ago. Yeah, that was a long what time. Was ago. that? 16 years ago yeah, almost like 17 years 16 years ago they got it for me i think and yeah i finally it, kicked the bucket it time died and it was one. so heavy and it didn't have the new one is so fancy it has the roll inside mm-hmm. of it for it has the thing you can put the roll the roll the is right bags, in there we yeah. had a separate roll yeah. um a, for the plastic Do we bag still have thing. That? no i think we gave okay, it to good. goodwill yeah and the uh um it has a setting so you can do dry foods so you don't smush your bread Hmm. You didn't know about that? No. Oh. I haven't used it yet. Oh, yeah. There's a wet food and dry food it. setting on it, and it weighs yeah. so much less because the other one I left on the counter because it was really heavy. Mm-hmm. And this one is, this one's pretty light. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. Cool. So that that's, man, pretty much the bulk of what you've been up to recently. Yeah, other than the, you know, going, getting being in a wedding and all of that stuff that's i've been well, I says, I should i've been say, dedicated to peaches since june 30th i think was the peach truck date yeah the bulk of what you've been up to in the kitchen anyway june 30th what was june 30th you bought them on june 30th they're not a month old they can't be they'd be all moldy and rotten by now no they were in the freezer oh yeah, that's true never mind Things don't get moldy and rotten in the freezer usually, unless the freezer doesn't work. No, another freezer. Yeah, the freezer definitely works. Did not that did not break this summer. No, not yet. The washer did, <laughs> but that's and the and the dryer's finicky too. Yeah. Well, the, you fix the washer. We just might lose an arm. Well, you just got to be careful because I, YouTube is the best thing for anything ever. Well, the internet because the the little switch that clicks down to uh the safety switch for when it does the spin cycle so you have to have the lid closed i uh i may have bypassed that and did some additional wiring to uh (laughs) make it so you don't need that anymore well i'm very proud that you did that because you you the the washing machine is operational yep um you did not electrocute yourself nope not you did not cut anything off nope so i think we're doing pretty good so we're okay 
Well, and that was I had I finally did laundry the first time after the wedding, so I needed I needed clean clothes yeah. very badly. And I went down about an hour and a half after the washing machine was supposed to be going. And I open it and it's full of water. It's a tub full of water. A tub full of water and wet clothes. So I had to wring everything out and yeah. But you, you did a good job. I'm very proud of you. Luckily, I had, well, I had the wire stripper, but I had a, I don't know, I can't even remember, maybe you remember why I had this, but a power inverter that I used, I think it was in my, either my New Yorker, it must have been my New Yorker, or my Oldsmobile. What is a power inverter? So you, you plug it in, see the thing, you don't even need them anymore. You plug it into the cigarette lighter, like, of your car, it takes 12 volt DC, and it has outlets that you can plug in AC. Oh, oh you got it because we got that, um... Because you remember back in the day when we got our first oh, portable DVD player? Which is still, that's what it was. Which is And the that thing weighed, like, yeah. The battery was enormous. That's right. So that's what it was. So I, I'm like, I'm never, ever going to use this again. And I need to drain this water. So I just cut the, the cord on that and pulled it apart and stripped it. And away we go. Twisted it. Good job. Yeah. Pretty uh, resourceful. Call me MacGyver. MacGyver. And we had just gotten rid of, I had a whole roll of uh, speaker wire, which I could have used, probably the speaker wire for that. And I got rid of the whole thing because I'm like, when am I ever going to use this? And then it's gone. But I made do. I figured it out. I'm like, I got to have some wire around here somewhere I can use. And we found it. Good job, MacGyver. Yeah, I MacGyvered it together. And now we can uh, have clean clothes. Now we can have clean clothes. (laughs) I'll buy a switch at some point and maybe safety it up a little bit but well and you know i i don't want a new washer because the new washers yeah you don't want a front loader right? i don't want a front loader well i would like a front loader but as far as like what well, for what, felting, for felting I, I mean i i need it yeah i need this machine or we can so. figure something else out but all right so should we move into some canadian canoes like there's a lot well we've got a lot of options there i think uh Depending on time, we I think we've got a couple of them here. The one that I really wanted to go with is from treehugger.com. I've never heard of this website, but they uh, have a site or a story. It says, and this is weird, glorious portraits reveal the human side of goats and sheep. So it's there's some really interesting um, photographs of... Oh. Yeah, see? I like the goat. I like all the goats. The, he, it looks like he has Rollo lips. Yeah. Is it, uh, in bringing out the dignity, grace, and humor of undulates, which I guess are goats and sheep, uh, Kevin Horan's wonderful photos raise questions about our curious relationship with other animals. Uh, so we've got fo- uh, portraits of goats and sheep, um, but there's all different, uh, they've got all different personalities. So I guess anybody that has pets or has had animals of any kind, farm animals, mm-hmm. pets, whatever, they've all kind of got their own personalities. Um, so they're loaded with personality, the pose of a diva, coy grins, contemplative gazes, mischievous turns of the head. Their charm is nearly irresistible, as is the want to anthropomorphize them. So it's a, he's got a whole series called Chattel. The images belong to a wonderful body of work by Washington State-based photographer Kevin Horan. A self-described recovering photojournalist, Horan has, has traded in presidential campaigns and international assignments for projects that look at animals as people. People as animals and the planet as a very small place, which is getting smaller and smaller all the time. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's some really fun examples of, uh, they're all done in black and white, which I think really uh, highlights the animals. And there's some that are very kind of regal looking and some that are kind of, well, not, so not so regal looking. 
but it's very very interesting they'll kind of show off their personalities in those photographs and uh so i think that might be one i'll put up on the facebook page yeah, at some point this I week like but, those. but it's a, a lot of fun to kind of see some of the differences there uh let's see oh did you see related on treehugger.com goats are the new dogs what okay hey look at that do we uh, just just so goats climbing in trees there's a story that says goats climbing in trees we're gonna look at that one right now so for the people that don't know which is probably well (laughs) some people do know mike really likes goats i like goats Goats Mike really wants a goat um so a bunch of goats apparently they are the new so tomorrow, oh, this is from February 2015, the most important holiday in the Chinese calendar, Chinese New Year, also known as the Lunar New Year, because the Chinese calendar is lunisolar. Uh, year of the horse will be over. We'll begin the year of the goat. How did I miss the year of the goat? Alisa. That was last year, wasn't it? Was it was last year, yeah. apparently. Maybe I knew yep. that, but I didn't oh, know. Oh, interesting. Uh, soon the year of the horse will be over and will begin the year of the goat, which is sometimes called the year of the sheep because the Chinese character Yang can be mean, can be used to mean both animals. So you clicked on the goats climbing in trees. Is that what you did? Okay. Cause I clicked on the goats of the new dogs and I was confused at what you were reading. Oh no. I'm, I, and I, cause I didn't see anything about Chinese new years. And if you have the option between goats or the new dogs or goats in trees, goats climbing in trees, <laughs> I definitely okay there's a picture here and believe it or not it's goats in trees they're like at the top of the tree how did the goats get up to the top of the tree oh no 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 you, oh i just found another one here baby goats playing in pajamas and other ridiculous oh, cuteness this might be the best website ever elisa <laughs> treehugger.com i'm gonna this is this will be my new home oh my gosh mike the pajamas this one has strawberry pajamas on oh. How cute are those goats in pajamas oh my gosh why can't i go to oh, page there's two? a video of it Buttermilk playing with her friends, pygmy goats, goat kid playing. Oh my gosh. Okay, Elisa, there's goats in this tree. There's a whole slideshow of goats in trees. Is it the 16 goats sitting in a tree? There's a video for it, Mike. Look at all these goats in trees. How did they get up there? I I don't know. There's a video right here for it. So if anybody wants to... uh, Oh my gosh. These goats are in trees. (laughs) This is the best. I know. I can't believe it either, Rollo. Oh man! So this, so this, this episode is brought to you by Mike's laughter. This is so. There's a a Monty Python sketch of a sheep. Who is it? Uh, what's in sheep? I can't remember the sheep's name, but it's all about Harold uh, the sheep. I can't remember the sheep's name, but trying to teach the other sheep to fly, and they're all jumping out of trees, trying to learn how to fly. All right. So treehugger.com. I, I, I'll have to put this one into uh, the show notes as well, but I'll I, I'll probably post this on the Facebook page at some point too because that's hilarious. Keep talking. I'm just trying to keep the dog from. Talking. I I can't. I'm, I'm looking at the pictures. I'm looking at all the goats in the trees because that's amazing. Oh, it's so good. You're too good for your supper. I think you spoiled him with uh, the dill pickle. Is it dill pickle popcorn? Yeah, dill pickle popcorn. It's you know dill pickle anything is really good because dill pickle potato chips are really good. Dill chip, dill chip, dill pickle sunflower seeds are really good. So dill Mike, I'm popcorn. giving you an assignment this week. What's that? Practice talking. I'm good at talking. I talk. I do it all the time. Uh-huh. I do it every day. You didn't practice enough. Sometimes. Yeah, I need to practice more. Yeah, the another Costco find. Yeah. The dill pickle popcorn. Yeah, you came home and you were so excited about dill pickle popcorn. And, Heck yeah. yeah. 
But uh, thankfully, it was not the same week that I asked you to get me some more of the Boom Chicka Pop kettle corn. Which it was I don't on think sale. we talked about this. Yeah, no, it was on sale. They yeah. were what two for one, two for two, buy one get one free. Buy yeah. one get one free. So and it's Costco size. And well, Mike yeah. came home. He's like, I best husband ever. Um, he came home with four Costco size bags of Boom four Chicka Pop. Bags. When I ask for one, of course, if it's buy one get one, well, I get just, four. Well, yeah. They're good through the end of the year, I think. So plenty of time. So I'll be eating a lot of boom chicka pop. It's really kettle good. Corn, which it is. It's really good. Yeah, I, I don't really like kettle corn that much, and it's still really good. Mm-hmm. All right, the other story I wanted to take a look at is called uh, this is what the uh, Colombian dot com. So I don't know where that came from, but another story about not goats but sheep this time. Uh, these sheep may tra- trace ancestry to Old Testament days. Uh, no one can say for sure if today's Jacob sheep, so they're called Jacob sheep, mm-hmm. are direct descendants of the flock built by the Jewish patriarch Jacob, but with their unusual spotted wool, they resemble the sheep described in the Old Testament book of Genesis. And it kind of talks a little bit about kind of the history of uh, where they've shown up throughout the years. Um, the breed has been called, is it piebald, piebald, spotted, and even Spanish after a story that they washed ashore in England from a sunken ship of the Spanish Armada. The association with Jacob started among 19th century English aristocrats who raised the breed as curiosities and lawn ornaments. Lawn ornaments, Elisa. Some people have other things. Those are pretty great lawn ornaments. Some people have like uh, concrete, I don't know, gnomes, garden gnomes. Oh, I like those too. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if we had sheep and gnomes? And gnomes, that'd be a pretty fun yard. But it talks about okay, so this is this is my one of my big bugaboos is you've got a story like this that talks about a really unusual uh. looking sheep or a usual unusually looking something, but you don't include a picture in the stupid story. And it's a lot of words. It's a lot of words. So there's a lot of interesting information in here, uh, but no pictures of these of these sheep. And it's interesting because it says it, this is kind of the end of the story, which is weird. No Jacob sheep are in Israel today, although Canadian breeders are trying to introduce them. I don't, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but it sounds, I don't know, it's a, a weird way to end the story. Just kind of a, they don't exist anymore. Oh, they do. They look very interesting. Where'd you find them? Well, I, I Googled. Oh, I'm busy talking. I, I can't Google. Well, when you told me before, yeah. Oh. So, um... Yeah, this is what they look like. They have really big, like enormous. Oh, neat! Oh, those. oh, those. Yes, that's what it looks like. So when you pay, play a goat simulator, those <laughs> are the horns you get when you become the Satan goat. You get the the two horns on top and the two coming down the side. That is really crazy. Neat. Goat simulator is really fun. Goat simulator is a pretty great game. Maybe that some was... on Elisa the Arnista's uh, YouTube page, we'll get her playing Goat Simulator sometime. We'll do a Let's Play. That would be incredible. It would be. And we can do it because you've got a YouTube channel. I do. Because you made me get one. I did. And I, I searched for it today. I couldn't find it. You must oh. not have any content there. No, I don't. Why, why would I have content? <laughs> how, how would that happen? I don't know. You would have to. I would have to post some video and... We'll do that sometime. Okay. You're, you're making promises. So yeah, they're, they're interesting looking. Yeah. Very interesting. Like, I mean, yeah. They're cool. Look at him. He got a funny little mouth too. They don't, even, they don't even look real. No, they're they're very mythical unusual. looking. Yeah, they're, especially the horns that they have because the yeah the top 
ones in the, the like on the side they curl down around the head it's crazy yeah very cool so maybe uh hang on to that one send me an email with that link and i'll put that in the show notes or something too so we can have an actual article with okay. pictures for once yeah and i like this one that one looks good cool the the, the baby ones look like oh my gosh oh, they're super okay cute. all right hold that up to the camera lisa oh they're jumping and frolicking they're very happy babies. Oh, they look like cows. They're like goat cows. They do. With their spots, black and white uh, spots. Yeah, they're well, and they're horns. Yeah, they're like all like Antlers? they all horns. grow in different directions. There's some that are growing up and like cross over on the top, and hmm. some that come out. Some that are curling. They all have very different, uh, very different. Uh, this oh well, yeah we'll have to th- oh cool <laughs> yeah we'll have to put a few pictures i think somewhere. these are my new favorite sheep did you have what was your favorite sheep before because um, you make it sound like that you had a different favorite sheep yeah that was the other ones uh-huh. that were sheep the ones that go bah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. those yeah and smell like sheep they're still pretty good but those jacob's sheep are the best they their eyes look like yeah they're they're very cool so there we go. Now you know what they look like. Now we know. If you Google, you can find anything. So I think with that, we'll go ahead and bind it off because it's not going to get better than Jacob's Sheep, is it? No. And I have, um, yeah, because in addition to all the canning, I have um, bone broth to tend to because I made sure. that. And I made homemade pesto as well. What else did I do? I felt like I did something. I've been in the kitchen since 730 this morning. It's been a long day in the kitchen, that's for sure. When the dogs decided they weren't going to sleep anymore. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah, that's what they do. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll bind it off here. And uh, thank you for listening to episode number 50 and all of the episodes before. Or if this is your first, thank you for joining us on the first. I apologize for the rap chop. Oh, I thought you were going to say, and you're welcome for introducing you to Rap Chop. And you're welcome for the Rap Chop. You can probably find that online free somewhere, or maybe it's a buck. It's definitely worth a dollar if you want to pick that up. I, I will say, I think you have gotten, I don't even know when it was from, but it, it had to have been. That song is several years old at this point, like probably at least five years old. It was before we opened Firefly Fiber. Oh, so it's like seven years old. So I think it's like ten years old. So maybe. that's like... 10 cents a year. That's well worth it because it's in my gym playlist. So every time that comes up, I get happy. And then I lift weights really fast and I laugh. Do you sing? I sing sometimes. <laughs> They're like, who is that Yahoo? Oh, they all know me there. They know I'm crazy. <laughs> so thanks for joining again. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, send us an email, podcast at elisathearnisa.com. If you want to follow what Elisa is up to between this week and our next episode next week, you can do uh, social media kind of stuff. If you go to elisathearnisa.com, over kind of the top right there all the social media stuff is there facebook and instagram and ravelry and twitter and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and you can keep up on that i would expect to see some pictures between now and then as uh, she finishes up the cowl and uh, yep. food and jars and all that kind of stuff um, but thank you all for joining us and uh, i guess we will see you all next week cheers Down the road. It's a drunken day 